Welcome to Friends in Prison. I'm Claire Aronson, and I have 29 friends in prison. Maybe it sounds like I was part of some poorly run criminal enterprise, or I was recently released from prison myself, but was very friendly while I was there. But the truth is that I decided I was going to seek out some pen pals in prison. So for a little over a year, I've been writing to people in various prisons across the United States, and I would love to encourage as many people as I can to join me and find your own friends in prison. So I'm going to tell you exactly why I decided to write to people in prison. It started out like most people, I have a curiosity about prisons. I watch documentaries, reality shows, Shawshank Redemption, Orange is the New Black, all kinds of different things about prison. And uh, maybe I can justify all of this curiosity as a civil responsibility. I think that each of us needs to know what works as far as how a prison is run, what doesn't work, what works in other countries, what works in different states. What about abuse and corruption inside of our prison system? We need to know what's going on and we need to understand it. At any time, rightly or wrongly, any one of us could be arrested and imprisoned. It's our system, so we should know it. We should understand it. Is it as horrible as some of these movies make it out to be? Or is it as easy and um, country clubbish as some people would have you believe that it is? What is going on in a correctional institute or a federal prison camp or a penitentiary? What are the differences and which one am I going to find pen pals in? There are lots of opportunities to write to pen pals all across the United States, so it is not hard to find one. I, I would find myself driving past, I think it's a jail. I think it's the Central Florida Reception Center. It's on the beach line. Here I am in Florida, driving on the beach line where the Sunbridge and Innovation Way intercept. And I would drive past this jail once a week for about three years. And of course, I would have to drive past it again on my way home. So like 300 times I would drive past this jail and just kind of turn my head to look. I thought that it was a prison. So I'm thinking, is anybody out playing basketball? Is anybody walking? Is anybody moving from building to building? And if you've ever been on the beach line, then you know you're driving at about 70 miles an hour. So I never saw anything beyond fences and barbed wire. And maybe it is situated in such a way so that us looky-loos on the highway can't really eavesdrop on people. So that was the extent of it. I swear to you, for three years, here I am every time trying to look, and it never occurred to me to talk to a prison pen pal. I was just curious about prisons. Then I heard about a study that said prisoners with pen pals had a lower recidivism rate. So once they're released, they're less likely to reoffend. <laughs> and I didn't need to hear anything else. I didn't need to know how accurate this study was. I didn't need to know how much less likely these prisoners were to reoffend. 
All I needed was that little extra shove to tell me, hey, why don't you go get a prison pen pal? You can fight crime with a pen and paper. All you have to do to improve your community and communities across the world is write to prisoners before they get released. So let me talk about this study for a second. I am really curious why it is that having a pen pal would improve your ability to re-enter society after prison. I wonder if it's the people themselves who are seeking a pen pal. They are already showing that they are interested in interacting with people outside of the prison system, with normal, everyday people. So whether or not they get a pen pal, maybe those are the people who are already wanting to turn their life around. They're already less likely to reoffend. Of course, I think it helps to get a pen pal to have that support. I have a couple of pen pals who've said things to me like, oh, I'm embarrassed. I don't know how to write a letter. I've been in prison for a really long time. I don't know what I'm doing. So I think they're a little bit intimidated communicating with somebody who is not used to communicating with people in prison. And I write back and I tell them, you're great. You're interesting. I love hearing from you. And none of us knows how to spell anyway. So relax. And I think if I was in prison and I was nervous about that interaction, being able to broach that with my pen pal means that when I'm released, I don't have to be nervous around my neighbors, around people on the street, people in stores or potential employers. If you have a pen pal who is already communicating with you and helping you to build up your self-confidence, you'll also realize that not everybody is going to be judgmental of you. People will be accepting of you. People do want you to make it. People want you to rejoin society and not go back to prison again. But I'm afraid if you don't have that type of support and you get released from prison, especially after a long time, you might feel paranoid that everyone knows, that everyone is judging you. No one wants you to live on their street. No one wants you to work in their place of business. But if you have a pen pal and you know that people are cheering for you and people are rooting for you, then you're going to be able to keep going. If you've got a pen pal who tells you how many job interviews they had to go on before they got a job, then you're not going to be so self-conscious about the fact that you had to check that box saying that you had been arrested or you had been convicted of a crime. You might feel like every time you miss out on a job opportunity, it's because you had been in prison. But you're going to learn that everyone faces that kind of rejection. And I think with that type of emotional support, it's easier to keep going and try for an another job instead of going back to your old ways. So, hmm, is that all I have to say about that study? I don't think so. I think I have another theory as to why this study was important. Because if I show you respect, it's going to be easier for you to show respect to other people around you. And that pen pal relationship is all about friendship, dignity, 
honor, love. It's it's a supportive, friendly relationship. So you're going to be able, when you get out of prison, to show honor and respect to other people because you've been receiving it from your pen pal. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. I kind of had this thought in my head that writing to pen pals was all about lowering the recidivism rate, and that's why I wanted to do it. But later, I kind of changed my mind that even if you weren't going to be released from prison, it might be important for me to show you respect and for you to be able to show other people respect while you were still in prison. So hopefully that's accurate. I feel like it is. Um, I will also say, as I started writing to people, it is exciting to get mail in the mailbox. It is interesting and funny and creative and reaffirming. So those were reasons why I continued writing to people who were in prison. The last reason that I specifically knew that I wanted to write to somebody in prison was because I'm a good Catholic girl and the Bible tells me so. Jesus said, when you fed the hungry, you were feeding me. And when you visited with the prisoners, you were visiting me. Paul tells us to communicate with the prisoners as if we were imprisoned with them. But I'm a busy mom. I got lots of things going on. I don't have time to join a prison ministry and spend time going to visit jails and prisons and fit that into my schedule. But as a pen pal, I can write when I'm waiting in a doctor's waiting room, when I'm at a little league game, when I'm watching TV, I can write a half a letter now and the other half later. Maybe if I get insomnia in the middle of the night, I can respond to a letter. It's not a problem. It's totally in my control and I can change it from day to day or week to week when I'm going to sit down and write back to people. So it's really convenient in that way for me to be able to visit with the prisoner without having to go through a metal check and driving to the prison and setting up an appointment and waiting in the visiting room. And this way I can have 29 friends in prison. I don't know if I could have that many if I was meeting with them in person. These are the reasons why I wanted to write, but I think it would be good to tell you exactly who I write to. You know, originally that I was thinking I wanted to affect that recidivism rate. I wanted to talk to people who were going to be released from prison. And I sat down and Googled prison pen pals or finding a prison pen pal. And I came upon a site, not a sponsor, writeaprisoner.com, W-R-I-T-E, writeaprisoner.com and I they have a really great interface you can narrow down your search through the profiles to find different kinds of people you're interested in corresponding with but I hadn't really hashed out in my mind who that was did I want to write to people older than me my age younger than me I had the idea that I wanted to write to women because I'm happily married and I don't want any misunderstandings I don't want to lead anybody on. I don't want to 
even have to have that discussion, you know, um, are you sure you're not writing to prisoners because you're looking for a boyfriend? No, no, I'm definitely not. So I'm just going to write to women. And like I said, I, I kind of in the back of my mind was thinking women who were going to be released. But I came across, I was just skimming through different profiles and I came across Juan's profile. So he was one of the first people that I wrote to. I looked at his profile and said, well, why am I not going to write to this person just because he's a man? I have male friends in my life. I get along well with guys. So why would I avoid talking to this person just because he's a guy? He's funny and interesting. And I think I can tell him from the beginning I can only be a pen pal to you. I'm looking for friendship. I'm a married woman. So is that something that you're interested in? And I thought that I would just read you Juan's profile so that you can get an idea of exactly what caught my eye. It starts out with, I live in a gated community nestled in the foothills of Amador County, a beautiful drive for those interested in one day visiting me. I am currently in a dog training program where we teach basic commands to shelter dogs in hopes of finding them forever homes. I will soon start training dogs for PTSD service. I am happy and excited for that opportunity. Over the years, I've participated in many self-help groups. Two other programs that I'm proud of are EDGE and Code 4, both counseling at-risk kids. I've worked very hard on changing my old ways that led me to prison, and I'm glad to say that I have made dramatic changes of who I was who I am and who I want to be. I changed my values and beliefs. I believe that my change was due to willpower and firm focus. Having worked on myself to develop listening skills, I am objective and open-minded. I've also learned the meaning of value and I value everything in my life, family, health, and mental awareness. This comes from my experience and lack thereof. I've never had an opportunity to have a relationship, never been rock climbing or skydiving. So I'm looking to experience the relationship thing. I'm looking for friends in the free world. Talk about coming out of your comfort zone. They say there's someone for everyone, right? So even though Juan specifically mentioned that he was looking to experience the relationship thing, he also said that he was interested in finding friends in the free world. So... I went ahead and wrote to him. I did look at his profile. He's Catholic. So we have something else that we can talk about. I have a dog. I really like training dogs. I've volunteered at the Humane Society before, so we can talk about that. And at some point it occurred to me, huh, maybe I should look at why he is in prison. On writeaprisoner.com, you have this whole profile with all this information about the person and there's an extra link that you can click on to see what the crime is that they're imprisoned for. And he is in prison for life for murder. And at that point I had already decided that I was going to write to him. Why wouldn't I? He's actually been up for parole a couple times. So this kind of meets that that criteria that this is someone who could be released. Why wouldn't I want to encourage him 
if he's honest about changing his life, if he does get released, shouldn't I show him respect? And figure out if I can be that pen pal that just kind of gives him a little bit of extra confidence to join society and not reoffend. Certainly, especially if this is somebody who was convicted of murder. So I started writing to Juan, and I think from that moment, I was a little bit more open to writing to somebody who had been convicted of murder, writing to a man, which has for the most part turned out fine for me. And like I said, I've been writing to prisoners for over a year, so it doesn't have to be one of those situations where you fall in love with your pen pal. I promise you can have a platonic relationship even with a man who's been imprisoned for 25 years. As I was writing to Juan and other people, I was thinking a little bit about the death penalty. I am against the death penalty. So maybe I should write to people who are in prison on death row and let them know, hey, if it helps at all, I don't think this should be happening to you. I don't think that the government should put you to death. I am sorry that these are the circumstances that you find yourself in. And if there's something that I can do to be emotionally, you know, supportive of you at this time, you know, then you're already getting enough punishment. Let me be a good pen pal to you. So I have since started writing to two people on death row. Um, I had written to a couple of other people and gotten the good news that they were, their sentences were commuted and they are now serving life in prison and we continue to correspond. And I just have that same theory that if I show them respect, then they can show respect to the people around them. And even if they aren't released, they're going to show that respect to fellow prisoners, to prison guards, administrators, anyone who comes through that prison, their victims, families, hopefully, and I don't want to sound too much like a hippie, but we can spread that love through the whole world. It can start in little places, 29 different places, and it can spread. So I think it's been beneficial to write to people. I write to people who are going to be released as soon as 70 days from now. And those two people who are on death row, a couple of people who are serving very long sentences and other people, two or three years. So it's, it's a wide gamut of different kinds of crimes, different kinds of people, different states, different types of uh, either camps or institutes or prisons, penitentiaries where they are being held. I still feel like I am in the learning process. There is so much to know about the different kinds of prisons and the different kinds of people and how people get wrapped up in something they might get arrested and imprisoned for. I really hope that you will take the time Think about finding your own friend in prison. I would love to share some more with you about my friends in prison, Juan and all the rest. 
I want to talk to you about the rules that you'll need to know when it comes to writing to people in various prisons, how you can get started uh, finding a pen pal and how you can stay safe when corresponding with inmates. So we'll, we'll tackle all of that in upcoming episodes. Till next time, please subscribe, leave a review and find your own friend in prison.